Alrighty, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical world view. My name is Bruce Johnson. I am joined today, as always, by my, my brother, Jacob Johnson. Hello, everybody. And we are in our Pennsylvania studio, uh, Pennsylvania set, which is wonderful. Uh, we always enjoy being able to film these episodes in person as opposed to our usual setup where mm. I'm back uh, in my home in South Dakota and Jacob is here. So hopefully we'll remedy this situation shortly. <laughs> but thank you all so, so much for watching or listening to us today. We really appreciate that. And we're not just saying it. We really do. Especially in this Christmas season, this is our very last episode in 2022. So we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Um, thank you all so much for watching us this year. It's been a great year. We've done a lot of stuff. Now I start, I'm sounding like Trump now. Yeah. Uh, it's been a great year. It's been it's a been really a good year. year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got yeah. all the best people, all the best mm -hmm, episodes, mm -hmm, all the best mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. It's been great. Um, <laughs> Get sick of losing. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're going to be sick of losing. We're so good. Um, but it's also a happy new year. Yes. Our break is going to go over through into New Year's. It is. So it is. not only a Merry Christmas, but also but a happy, happy new, new year. year. As well. Yes. Yeah. Um, so thank you all so much for watching us this show, uh, this year, obviously this show. But, uh, you know, this year we've just grown exponentially. Um, and it's all thanks to all of you sharing our content and uh, downloading and hitting subscribe and liking. And it's just been an incredible year of growth for us. So we really, really appreciate that. Um, and of course, hope and uh, we pray for continued growth next year as well. But yeah, it's been a big year. We completely changed up our structure. We've changed up our cast. We've added research members. We've changed up how we do newsletters. We've just kind I of... I think it was at the beginning of the year that we had the, um, the old format of just one episode. Yep. Yep, now we're doing three episodes a week, and uh, yeah, we've got a ton of new guests we had on this mm -hmm, year. It's mm -hmm. just, it's been an incredible year. So hopefully you enjoyed all the changes we made, and if you're brand new, you'll never know what it used to be like, <laughs> unless you go back and watch some of our older episodes, which uh, maybe you're going to be doing a lot of that in the next two weeks, Yeah, because um, <laughs> we won't have content for the next two weeks, but we'll be back in January, and we'll have a social media post with the exact date of our very next episode in the year 2023. And hopefully you won't go to YouTube. Yes, you hopefully. To... <laughs> yes. Hopefully you're done with YouTube because I know we are and YouTube is done with us. They've banned yet another of our videos. So really, please follow us on Rumble, follow us on Gab TV. Now, if those are a, a lot of links and you're like, where the heck do I go to find these people? Go to our website, which is trdshow.net, and uh, we got a list of links to all of our platforms there. So you don't even have to go to your favorite platform of choice and type in our name. You can just go to our website and click the link, and it's like one step, boom, one click, you're there. Um, super easy, barely an inconvenience. <laughs> and if you want to make sure that you get that link for our website, yeah, there is always such a thing called a pause button. Yes, and it's so up on just, screen. Yeah, you can just pause, yes. put it in. Grab the link. It's up on screen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Also, send us an email, trdshow at protimemail.com. We would love to hear from you, hear your thoughts about what we talk about on the show. And uh, maybe what was one of your favorite episodes this year? What did you think was one of the ones that you really loved and you've listened to it over and over on a loop and you've shared it with all your friends? What was the episode that made you want to share it 
all over the place, send us an email with the link to that episode and maybe a short description because, you know, that's why you send emails is to give us some personal uh, uh, discussion and, and, and chat because we always love those. Send your emails to drdshow at protonmail.com. All right. So today is our discussion topic, final discussion topic of 2022, and it's a big one. It is a doozy. We are talking about uh, the blessing of a beautiful inheritance and all that that entails. The research that we put into this, <laughs> there was a decent chunk of research because this is a huge, huge topic, and we're only going to cover and touch on a few aspects of this. But there is so much in the Bible about inheritance in physical things in this world not being evil. <laughs> Somehow, uh, a, a touch and a sliver, and it's growing into a massive chasm of Gnosticism, has, has wheedled its way into the Christian modern evangelifish church. And we somehow think of this world, uh, physical world, as being completely evil, and the spiritual world world as being the only thing that's good. It's and, it's very uh, Socratic, Socratarian, whatever, oh, okay, however yeah. you want to say it. But that's that was very Socrates, much Socrates, yeah. yeah. In that the the spiritual, the the immaterial is yeah, um, good, whereas the physical is bad, right? Um, right. And so we want to dispel those notions today but also build on the biblical idea of a of an inheritance and using physical wealth and physical possessions for the glory of God and the uh, growth of his kingdom and so, so much more. Um, and uh, we would love to hear from you if you have examples, further examples, historical or, or present day of this as well. Send us an email. We'd love to hear those things. Um, but before we get into that whole discussion we have to talk about our verse of the week. And our verse this whole week has been Romans chapter 1, verse 5. And it says, Christ, through whom, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations. And again, that's Romans chapter 1, verse 5. So Romans, this whole passage has a lot more to say, and we'd highly encourage if you haven't read before this, go back and, and read before this uh, this passage, because this is only a snippet in the story that uh, Paul paints for us throughout the whole book of Romans. It's just an incredible book. Um, and Doug Wilson has a commentary on this book that's just wonderful commentary. And unfortunately, it's back in my house, halfway across the country. So <laughs> I wish I had it for this episode, but I didn't have the foresight to, to grab that. But um, it's a really good commentary on, on this book. So I think it's uh, a letter to the Romans, I think is the title of that. So go to Canon Press and, and check that out because it's a really good book. Um, but this passage, I think we've been using it this whole week as a brilliant example of the reaches, the far reaches of the kingdom of God, uh, but also of the hope that we find in scripture, that we have the obedience of faith for the sake of his name to bring uh, obedience of faith for the sake of Christ to all the nations. And that is a huge undertaking. There's a lot involved in that. And hopefully we've spent this year extrapolating and pulling out large chunks of what's involved in that. But there's still so, so much more that we have planned to cover in 2023. And there's no way you can cover all of this in a year or even a lifetime. The Bible speaks so much 
about how you live your life, how you structure a nation, how you structure all four governments in the kingdom of God, that it's just impossible to cover all of that on one show, which is why we all the time recommend other people to listen to, because it's not just us. There's a whole massive group of Christians and Christians long gone um, for you to listen to and learn from. But you need to start asking those questions. You need to start asking how to apply the Bible to all of these areas, because there are answers out there. You need to start asking that question. And unfortunately, the issue today is that so many people just don't ask that question. But verses like this are a reminder to us that we need to start asking those questions. When we are told to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of Christ's name among every nation, we need to start asking, how the heck do we do that? And the Bible has plenty of answers for us. So this week, we're going to be addressing how we do that in terms of inheritance. And there's a lot involved, uh, a lot of facets to explore in the idea of inheritance. But we're going to try and highlight specifically the idea and the blessing of a beautiful inheritance. And so there are a lot of different facets to this. There are a lot of different paths we're going to explore today. One of them is passing beautiful, sturdy, lasting things down to our children and inheriting those things and taking care of those things and treasuring them and not hating them because we're not Gnostics and we don't think this physical world is evil. Um, So last week, our verse of the week was Ezekiel 16, 13. And I know, Jake, you really, really wanted to kind of discuss that verse and break it down as it pertains to this idea of a of a beautiful inheritance. It's it's broader than just verse 13. Yeah, Um, it's the whole passage, really. Yeah, well... I would say go to the whole chapter because the Mm. whole chapter gives you, first of all, context. But it also, um, especially if you read past verse 15, you really get a sense of the the condemnation that that God brings to a nation that misuses um, uh, a beautiful inheritance, Mm. this beautiful inheritance. Yeah, yeah. But... um, if you want me to start. Yeah, can, do it. Um, go for it. I can go to uh, Ezekiel 16 and verses 10 through 14. Now, I was saying before about verse 15. Verse 15 is the condemnation. But I wanted to bring up all of the, the blessings God bespo- bestowed and that these are beautiful blessings, that these are, are ornate things, that it's not just God giving Jerusalem something to survive. Uh, raggedy old clothes just so Jerusalem doesn't get cold. Yeah. Um, but it's embroidered cloth. Uh, let me let me just read the verse. Uh, the verse is Ezekiel 16, verses 10 through 14. And it says, I clothed you also with embroidered cloth and shod you with fine leather. I wrapped you in fine linen and covered you with silk. And I adorned you with ornaments and put bracelets on your wrist and a chain on your neck. And I put a ring on your nose and earrings in your ears and a beautiful crown on your head. Thus you were adorned with gold and silver and your clothing was fine, was of fine linen and silk and embroidered cloth. You ate fine flour, honey and oil. You grew exceedingly beautiful and advanced to royalty and your renown went forth among the nations because of your beauty for it was perfect through the splendor that I had bestowed on you, declares the Lord God, end quote. 
And, you know, again, like I was saying before, God gave all these beautiful things to Jerusalem. And again, it was not just to survive, but gave, gave Jerusalem these nice things like embroidered cloth and really to show God's beauty in it all. Yeah. Well, and I think it's one thing we do need to reset is the perspective of what we believe, the people that got it wrong, mm-hmm. the people that are getting this wrong. And it's the idea that we are here on this earth simply to survive and give as many people fire insurance as possible and then mm-hmm. get out of here. You know, like this is just a place we have to be for a short amount of years, thankfully, and then we're gone. And right. it couldn't happen soon enough. It's a wonder that the suicide rate in the modern evangelical yeah. church is not higher than it is. Right. Um, which is a completely false view of this world. Mm-hmm. The view that we should have is that this is not a sinking ship. And if it is sinking, it's our fault. And we need to fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and I think through this, God having all these nice, beautiful things, God expects a balance. Um, and something that is said in, in this, this uh, chapter is, like I was saying, past verse 15 God shows how Jerusalem saw all these beautiful things as idols and God cursed Jerusalem for misusing the gifts. Now, that's it's not to show us that, oh, then we shouldn't have nice things. <laughs> right. Because we'll be cursed right. if we misuse them. Um, something that I had said to Bruce in the pre-show that he wanted me to bring up is uh, more than that these material things are are evil just they're, not evil they're not yeah they're just not evil more than that. they they have an important place in god's kingdom yeah um and again in order to be that city on a hill they need to see that you're successful yeah yeah and that success is shown through beautiful things yeah through, through ornate things stuff being covered in gold stuff right. being laced in gold and it's not just going to fall to pieces when you yeah, tap it. Yeah, it's sturdy. It lasts. Yeah. And yeah. and that's part of what's being a kid, sorry, a city on a hill. Yeah. I meant to say kingdom on a hill. That works too. <laughs> but, works too. Um, but being that city on a hill that people look to, you want it to be ornate. You want it to be flashy. You want it to show. And someone to say, why is it like that? Yeah. Um, How do we get like? Right. How do we become right. like that? What is our motivations are higher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So, I mean, one of the most important things, if the only thing you take away from this episode is this, hey, A, take away that physical possessions are not just not evil. They're also good to help us expand the kingdom of God. They're good to right. use for the kingdom of God. But, you know, they're, they're important. They have they have purpose. Yeah. So we get that. Hopefully that we've established that it, it makes sense that physical things are not evil. But also um, we find in Proverbs that a good man, this is not just a man who is like, all right, yeah, this this is not a bad thing to do. No, we also see that a good man will do this. A good man leaves an earthly inheritance of physical wealth for his children. That is a good man who does that for his children. Proverbs 13, 22 says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. And that's Proverbs 13, 22. So not only is physical wealth a good thing, 
not only should it be used for the kingdom of God, but it also should be used as an inheritance to give to future generations. So the things of this world matter to God. They're not just evil. They're not just something he's looking forward to burning up sometime in the future when he comes again, right? Right. Um, I think an interesting thing there and kind of perspective to give is that goodness is godliness. That the definition for good is following God's law. So when, when, when it says in the Bible that someone is good, they're, it's saying that they're following God's law. Yeah. That goodness is dependent on, on God defining what is good. Yeah. So when, w- that this is not just good in that it's possibly preferred. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, Ideal. Yeah. yeah. But it, you don't have to do it. Yeah. It would but, be nice if you can. Right. You know, if you right. have the ability to. No, no, no. This is a command. Right. This, this is, is good. You, you yeah. must give an inheritance to your children's children. Yeah. Um, what we also see is that uh, Psalm chapter 1 uh, talks about the prosperity of the man of blessing. And this is an earthly, physical prosperity. Uh, Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He's like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. And is that prosperity simply spiritual? No. Is physical, as we see all throughout Psalms. Uh, Philip Kayser has a, has a wonderful sermon series on uh, covenantal inheritance. And this is one of the passages that he brings up and really does a great job of walking through um, how we often overlook this in this Psalm. You know, but the result of someone who doesn't sit in the seat of scoffers, doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked, and who meditates on the law of the Lord and meditates on it day and night, the result of that is that this person will be like a tree planted by streams of water, which that's a stinking strong tree right mm-hmm. there. You know, <laughs> its roots are in the water, are in the rich soil. It's strong, it's solid, and it's healthy, and it's massive. It yields forth fruit, and it's season. Leaf does not wither. In all that this person does, he prospers physically on earth. So, this is something that's that's really, really important. I find it interesting, you know, if you go through all, all throughout the Bible and God mentions uh, he shall inherit the earth, you, you hearing this inheritance right. of, of God's people inheriting the earth. And it's funny to think is that, that from a premillennial understanding or amillennial understanding in which the world just burns up, the Christian who inherits the earth is just like, oh, yay, it's just <laughs> going to burn fire. But right, hey, right, I right. have it for like two seconds. Yeah. But that with the right understanding that. Yeah. This world is go- not going to burn no, up. Yeah. No, this this world is going to be transformed. Yeah. And that um, this inheritance is an inheritance of the kingdom here on this earth. Mm. That this earth, yep. earth will be turned into God's kingdom. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, so 
we're not told by Christ that an impoverished life, a life of poverty and sadness and gloom, doom and gloom is, is the only life we can possibly live or that wealth in this, in this world is wrong. Uh, in Mark chapter 10, verses 29 and 30, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children's and lands with persecu- uh, persecutions and the age to come eternal life. So clearly Christ here is saying that those things are not wrong. Having earthly things, possessions are not wrong, but notice the motivation here for my sake and for the gospel. And this is what we talked about a little bit last week as well. It's easier for um, an, a, a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man who is focused on his wealth and not the kingdom of God to go to heaven, to be part of the kingdom. If your motivation for your inheritance is not the kingdom of God, then you will squander your inheritance. You will not have long lasting success. Your empire will fall and your eternal salvation will be in question. So it's really important that people who are rich and who are able to leave an inheritance to their children check their motivations. Because it's really easy when you do get these things to become haughty and full of yourself. But I think modern evangelifish swing the other way and they're like, oh, they do what the Jews did. And they're like, okay, so it's possible to abuse my wealth. So I'm going to put a mile long fence around Mm -hmm. the wealth and say, I'm going to stay and stay away from all wealth and all wealth and physical things are evil. But that's hatred of God's law. They're adding to God's law. They're adding to the Bible when they say wealth is evil. Because that's not what the Bible says. We're not to be consumed by our wealth. Um, it should be used to further the kingdom of God and seen as a blessing from him. So someone who's wealthy and is using it for the kingdom of God, we should look at them and be like, wow, God has blessed them. That's incredible. Good yeah. for them. Um, Luke 12 15, Christ does give us a warning and he says, take care to be on your guard against all covetousness for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. But notice again, that's covetousness. It's in the context of covetousness. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you see that through the verse, the Ezekiel passage to which when, when Jerusalem had all these nice things and they were blessed by God. They, they, um, God, um, liked that they had all those nice yeah, things. Yeah, he gave them to them. Um, yeah. Get, right, right. Gave them all those things and said they, they took those things and they acceded to a place of royalty. Yeah. And that that was a good thing in, in the eyes of God. Yeah. And, but then when they started to misuse them, that was the wrong thing. It wasn't the possessions themselves yeah. that were wrong. It right. is the the use of them and the sinful nature that we um, impart onto them. Yeah, yeah. And as we saw earlier, a good man will give an inheritance to his children's children. How do you have the capability of giving an inheritance to your children's children? By making money, by storing things away, by being a good steward of what God has given you, using your gifts and abilities for his glory 
And as Christ says elsewhere, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things, money, clothes, food, will be added unto you. So seeking the kingdom of God, and then whenever wealth comes in, we use that and reinvest it, Mm -hmm. use it for the kingdom of God. God will bless us for that. That's not the reason we do it, but it is a benefit and it is a result. And it's a blessing of us doing what God has told us to do while we're in the covenant with him. Remember, a covenant has blessings and cursings. We learned that in the Confessional County by Raymond Simmons. And this is one of the blessings. It's also one of the unique things that comes with a Christian culture is this idea of building beautiful and elegant Mm -hmm. things that will be passed on to future generations. The churches that were constructed, the cathedrals that were constructed are beautiful things. And we still have them today because people realize this is going to last a long time. People weren't sitting around expecting the world to be destroyed tomorrow, right? It's interesting that, you know, we have in our old culture, if you look at the the old buildings, uh, preferably in New England, uh, because all of those old buildings are amazingly made, beautifully made. They they are very nice, but not only that, they they they're still standing. Yeah. Whereas the majority of new things break down. Yeah, crumble away. Um and that is because our our nation is being cursed. It's been yeah. it yeah. has been being cursed since the Civil War. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But it is also super interesting to notice that just that short span of time from the founding of our nation to the Civil War, God blessed us enough to where it's still lasting today. It's Mm. it's definitely falling away today. Yeah, but but we still have the fumes. We have residual stuff left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, one point that Raymond Simmons makes in his book, The Confessional County, Um, When we read through this, I was like, oh, wow, that's a really good point. Um, I think it's chapter 10. Um, One of the things he talks about is beauty as part of Christian culture, Um, creating beautiful things, treasuring beautiful things, uh, passing down beautiful things as an inheritance. And a quote from page 117, um, Raymond Simmons said, beauty will not keep a culture righteous, but we should not blame beauty for culture's uh, decrepitude. Uh, It was not beauty's fault. The externalism came not because the outside lived, but because the inside died. We need beauty. If beauty is not part of our strategy, we lose the ability to to appreciate and enjoy the beauty of the Lord. We should see beauty as something that strings generations together. We should build things made to last generations and that are objectively beautiful. Uh, End quote. That was from page 117 in Raymond Simmons' book, The Confessional County. So, He goes on and throughout the rest of that chapter and talks about worship, talks about beauty and how all of these things are connected. But there are so many cool things in this quote. One of the things I wanted to pull out now, because we only have a few minutes left, um, is that uh, beauty is something that strings generations together. The same people that have enjoyed the same building, the church building for generations that have enjoyed the same beautiful town square or enjoyed the same, uh, beautiful, uh, inheritance passed down houses, um, plates, these objects that are made to last generations that can be passed down that we can build on 
that we don't have to start over every single generation. We can build on the successes of the previous generation. But we've lost that idea because we've given up on the future. We've given up on the idea that we can succeed. And we've given up on the idea, the biblical idea, that this world is going to be around for a long, long time. And it's not going to be destroyed tomorrow. So the things that we do are for permanence. The way that we think about the future is we should be preparing to leave an inheritance to our children's children. We should be passing down beautiful things, sturdy things, things that are made to last. And that needs to be at the forefront of our thinking when we, for instance, give gifts. Maybe it's a it's a more expensive gift, or especially around Christmas time, but it's something that lasts. It's something we're going to pass down to next generations and those generations will pass this down as opposed to something cheap that really isn't going to last. So, well, anything you'd like to add before we wrap up? Nope. Nope. Cool. There's a lot there and there's a lot more that we could discuss and we'd absolutely love to. So if you enjoyed this topic or you thought it was interesting or you have things you'd like to share with us, we'd love to hear all of those thoughts from you. Send them to our show inbox, trdshow at protonmail.com is the way that you can do that. We'd really love to get your inbox, uh, get your emails, (laughs) not your inbox. We're not hackers. Um, (laughs) Get your emails over the next, especially over the next two weeks as we won't be producing content and getting comments from you on videos and whatnot. So send stuff our way. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, Check out our show website, which is trdshow.net. We got a list of links to all the many platforms we're on. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Also follow us on Gab and Getter, Gab TV, Rumble, and YouTube if you hate free speech. Thank you so, so much for listening or watching. Don't forget, share this episode with your friends uh, and your family, especially around Christmas. We'd love to have this episode sharing, uh, get shared around and circulate it if, if you enjoyed it. And uh, thank you all so, so much. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We will see you in 2023. And remember, everyone, in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord.